G'day invaders and welcome to Sin Spaces and this is a podcast. We've got, yes, another bloody gaming podcast here, number three. And for this video, we've got a guest. We have got uh, Poseidon from Carbon Knights Gaming. Hello. <laughs> we've also got Uncle Chunt. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> and we've also got Kaiser from, is it Kaiser Gaming or Kaiser Retro Reviews you got there? Just, just Retro Kaiser. Retro Kaiser. So sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the second video in a row that I have butchered one of the guest names. I'm doing awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So because we've got two new guests here, because uh, uh, Poseidon's already been on once before, we're going to start with Chant. Sorry, just going to switch over to you, matey. Um, we have, yeah, we've got uh, intro questions that we always ask newcomers to this uh, podcast. Uh, we're going to start with the first console and the first game you had on that console. Oh, well, it was a tumultuous morning, Christmas Day. Uh, we just got two kittens and out comes a box that was a Mega Drive. And it was the Altered Beast uh, in box, like boxing <laughs> copy version. Um, so I think I was like, I don't know, six. I can't remember how old it was. But yeah, that was our first console ever in the household. And Altered Beast, that was amazing. And we got Fantasia as well. Oh, rough start. Fantasia. <laughs> oh, I actually liked it. Man, we love that game. I love that. I got panned pretty, yeah, got panned quite hard. Did you end up calling the cats Mega and Drive or? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> wicked, Bandit. <laughs> okay. Um, and your favorite game of all time? Uh, look, um, times have changed, but look, uh, my go-to is probably Gears of War, the first one. That is a special, okay. special place in my heart. Um, it was just one of those holy moly moments of uh, this is next gen on 360 uh, when you finally played one of those games that just makes you go, wow, like this is the next step. Uh, but And I've loved, loved that franchise ever since. So um, gears all the way. Yeah, that got a, a, a lot of people turning their heads when the Xbox 360 uh, came out and uh, even the, the former... CEO of Sega who turned into Sega, uh, sorry, Xbox CEO made a few references to that moment as well when he saw Gears of War for the first time. So, yeah, definitely a, a game that goes down in uh, history for that one. Um, oh, and... I'm going to get I'm gonna get so much hate for this, but Gears of War never impressed me one bit. That's all right. It's okay That's to hate right, a game. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. okay yeah. to hate a game. I don't hate the game. It just didn't impress me. When I saw it play, I was just like, this looks this looks like a straight up rip off of Resident Evil Four. All right. Well, I'm yet to play Resident I Evil guess. Four. That's gonna that's <laughs> gonna be younger and stupider at the time. So that that's gonna be uh, a game I'm playing next on the GameCube actually for my channel. So I will get Ooh. back to you. I will get back to you with an answer on that. Um, but back to Chant. Uh, your what, what are you currently playing? Destiny 2, uh, Cuphead failing miserably, but I still love it. Um, Why do you and do Mario it to Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, Mario Odyssey we'll probably talk about a bit later, but um, yeah. And I've yet to boot up my copy of Assassin's Creed Origins, but that's next. All right, you then. You can pet kittens in that one. Ooh. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> that got the response it deserved. <laughs> So, Retro Kaiser, same goes for you, the first console and game. 
Well, I was four years old, so this would have been back in 1994. Yes, I'm one of the younger ones on this. At least I assume we've I'm already one of the been ones. over this with previous guests. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was 1994. My dad went to the video rental shop. It wasn't anything special. It was just like some little local one, and he came back with a um. A, a um Sega Master System because you could rent Master Systems and they came in their own. I don't know if anyone remembers the old snap case that they came in for the rentals. Yes. I had That's two of them, them and I've like lost them over the years, but I know the ones you're talking about with the little blue Sega logo latches. Yep, the foam. Oh, oh that foam. Foam. I saw a Nintendo one back in the day. Nice. And so, uh, so what was the game on that? <laughs> I think I already well, know. We didn't bring any cartridges with us because with the Master System you didn't need cartridges. So I turned it on. The first game I played was Sonic the Hedgehog, that the Master System not, version. That was not the answer I was expecting. I was expecting, was expecting you to say Alex Kidd, Alex right? Kidd yes. Alex the Kid, yeah. yeah. It's not the kid. Oh my god, don't. It's all it's always Alex the Kid. It's not the kid. <laughs> I know. Oh no, it wasn't it wasn't Alex that much. Grind my Brian gears, why don't you? <laughs> yeah. It was the hedgehog model. Although I did play the Alex Kid one much later and loved that well not much later, like a, like later that year and I did love that game. And of course it was the old version where he ate the hamburger instead of the rice balls. I actually played that on cartridge before it was a packing game. So, uh, and that's kind of what got me um, got me the job on Sega Hotline was the fact that I had completed it. And uh, they asked me, "Have you played Sega, um, Alex Kidd and Miracle World?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I finished it. You're hired," because <laughs> that was the <laughs> nice. most single most uh, called for game. Um, so yeah, uh, your favorite game of all time. Has to be um, a fighting game, actually, a Capcom fighting game. Capcom versus SNK2, or um, the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, I've got that here. Nice. Yep, I just happen to have a pirated version right now. <laughs> arr, arr, me mateys. Hang on, this is as authentic. It's just C versus SNK. I like that. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was playing that on the Dreamcast uh, video just before. That's a good version, that one. Yeah, I love that. Um, uh, you, so you're mentioning the Dreamcast version, so that's uh, extra bonus mm -hmm. points for you for that. Oh, um, quickly, and... quickly. Oh, I, got... <laughs> I got the special um What have you got there? What's that, Capcom? Got to move them up. It's a special bonus disc. Alrighty. For Capcom versus SNK2. Sorry, my Japanese it is includes, a bit rusty. Um... <laughs> Yeah, although probably best to show the disc design. Stupid microphone in a way, but... Yeah, I, I did love the presentation on that game, the crisscross design for oh. the play select screen. It was pretty cool. The overly excited announcer. Yeah. Um, oh, what was he just said? Are you ready for the next... I can't remember the slogans that he used to come up with, but... Um, yeah, so anyway, currently playing. What do you got uh, on your agenda at the moment? I'm currently playing Dragon Quest Heroes for the PC, which is um, a Dynasty Warrior-style Dragon Quest game. <laughs> like, not a... Like, one of the side games, like, not one of the grind, main Dragon grind, Quest Grind, grind, grind away till you raise your level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm also playing the um, original Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior? Yeah, um, the NES one. Oh, oh wow. He's that's going right different. back. That's, 
That's what the um, English name for Dragon Quest was back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, that was before, I guess, the copyright or something. There was a copyright issue with getting the Dragon Quest name. I think it was uh, a D&D game that had the same licensing. That's why they couldn't do it. Um, Mm. And, yeah, so that takes care of uh, the intro questions. Uh, And if you want to find out what... uh, Poseidon's uh, answers were you'll have to just go to the previous video because he's already answered those or have you have you just changed your currently playing games um no not yet although I'm thinking of buying Slime Rancher because it looks fun (laughs) (laughs) but it hasn't changed yet Slime okay I will have to check out what that is I have like this cute little I, I, I a grown man probably shouldn't be playing it but it's adorable like, it was free on Xbox uh, the like, other month. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Is that like a, an adult shouldn't be playing Animal Crossing? There's a video online about it, uh, how they were accusing adults of preying on or predating online with Animal Crossing. And as a sheriff says, no adult has any valid reason to play that. <laughs> they are sick. Yeah, so it's fun. <laughs> All right, so it's, it's kind of like Slime Rancher. It's <laughs> so we're going to get in, games. We're going to get into the first question for the video, and uh, this is in regards to loot crates and gambling, or is it innocent fun? Now, just recently, uh, I think it was EA have uh, just announced that um, they were canning that uh, Star Wars single player game because it was just uh, too linear. And uh, everyone knows that they're more sort of uh, pushing towards a multiplayer loot crate fest game that's just going to, I don't know, really really be on the nose, I think, for most gamers. Uh, I might start with uh, you, Chanta. What do you, what's your take on loot crates? Is it um, gambling or is it innocent fun? Has it got a place in gaming? I don't think we have much of a choice, though. It's it's gambling um, seen as an innocent fun uh, method. I don't like it. I don't believe it has any place. Uh, the, the, my problem with loot box, the loot box uh, trend that's happening now is the random aspect of it. Uh, I don't have an issue. If we had to stomach it, I'd, I wouldn't have too much of an issue if we could just buy the thing that we wanted, um, not have to buy a crate to randomly generate something and hope to get it. That's gambling. That's just like the slot machines and hoping you get a jackpot. Um, there's no other way to slice it. I it, the, the the moment some of my favorite franchises start really heavily implementing this stuff, and Gears of War 4 has some of it, but it's all the cosmetic. Uh, it doesn't actually affect the gameplay. Um, Halo 5 started doing it. Um, and if I see any more of that happening in some of my most favorite franchises, I'm more than likely to walk away um, and try something else. And if it's going to be more commonplace as we go forward, uh, I, I'd be more than welcome to just just walk away from gaming for a while until it disappears. I, that's how strongly I feel about it. It's just absolute garbage. Hmm. Anyone else got something to share on that? Well, I personally don't think it's gambling. Well, well, I can see why people think it's gambling, but to me it's, it's about as much gambling as buying like a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic the Gathering... In hopes of getting like a rare card, so it's just like buying like trading card packs. Which, if the which actually, I don't mind like buying like trading card packs if it was a trading card game. But 
I don't think it has a place in this. It's just a sign of greed. Unnecessary greed. I I personally think, though, that if they do introduce this uh, loot crate into games, they've got to make it so that... Because uh, I think it's uh, Japan. Loot crate systems must, by law, have a, uh, di- a disclaimer showing what the odds are of you getting what each item is. Yeah. So, in other words, uh, they're regulated there, and whereas everywhere else in the world, there's no regulations. So, I think that uh, if if it is re- not self-regulated, uh, but there is actually something in place that says if you have this item, you must declare uh, what are the odds of getting that item. Then I don't guess it's I don't think it's too much of an issue. Uh, then that way you are going into it full aware of what your odds are of getting that um, shiny item that it is that you're trying to track down in the game. I'm personally not... Um, it's not the light bulb to me being the moth uh, for me. It, it doesn't attract me at all in one way at all. Uh, I'm more of a single-player retro gamer, but I I do touch on the modern games, but just this side of modern gaming, it's not something that really uh, personally interests me. What about you, um, Poseidon? What do you think about the whole thing? Oh, uh, well, I might be the wrong person to talk to about it because I think uh, loot crates are stupid. <laughs> like, just the whole idea. Um, I play, yeah. actually, Summoner's War on my phone. I've played it for, like, two or three years. I've never bought anything on it. And they have their, that's, that's their microtransactions. It's not exactly loot crates. But I also play a lot of Rocket League. And I know, obviously, Battle Beast on our channel, he's made videos opening loot crates and stuff, which, I'll, I mean... No offense to Beast, I love the guy. He's one of my best friends, but uh, I wouldn't watch that video if it wasn't on our channel. It just it doesn't interest me at all. But um, I was watching the Funhouse podcast the other day, and they were talking about it. And it sounds like the reason that the states ruled that it wasn't gambling is because you don't lose; you always get something. But I think what they don't understand is if you get the same crappy skin. You're going to fifteen times. Yeah, you're going to invest. Absolutely lost. Of course, you'll lose because yeah. you're going to be putting in more, and until you get that item. Um, remember the old twist turns, like in Shenmue, the twist turn machines that you get the capsules, and that they show you on the front which ones you can get. You'll go through buying ten of them until you get the one that you're after. It's kind of a similar principle, except times it by a hundred. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, like I. I just, I don't get it. I, when I have a big problem with them and I avoid games where you can purchase a loot crate and you can get stuff in those purchased loot crates that will give you an edge in the game. Yeah. But like, um, if, if you just get like Overwatch does it right, it seems, where it's all just cosmetic and none of it matters. So I never have to care about the loot crates in Overwatch if I play. Whereas if I was playing yeah. like probably something from EA. I, I would have to care about loot boxes and it would piss me off. Yeah, I think Rocket League is one of the games that gets it right. Um, it doesn't... By you buying into the whole loot crate system, uh, you're not going to get any advantages over any of the other cars. Everyone's on a level playing field. Uh, and those loot crate items are just for mere decorations uh, to your cars. So the, the only problem I have with the Rocket League one yeah. is that you have to buy the keys. You can't open them without buying the keys, as far as I know, unless they've changed it recently. That is annoying. They show you, yeah, they, they say, hey, you just won this, but if you really want to use it, you, you've got it, but if you want to use it, you have to buy in. Yeah, I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I guess that I, stops I, you from going in blind, buying loot crates, not buying, then not winning what you're after. You can then go in and you, you're winning the chance to buy DLC. Does that make sense? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I've got I, I'm, a question. I'll, yeah. What do you think about the lands like um, Counter-Strike Go and um, other stuff that's on Steam to where if you get something from a loot crate, you can sell it on the Steam marketplace for um, Steam credit? What do you think about those types of um, loots? As long as it doesn't get that's out of hand, that, well, if people are willing to pay for it, it's a buyer's market. You don't have to go there and buy those items, I guess, is the, uh, the my approach on that. There's always yep. someone willing to buy them. Like... Uh, you, you can buy them on um, people sell codes on eBay uh, for these kinds of items um, or the the option to buy out loot crates online you can buy them like there's actual systems and portals that you can go to to buy these kinds of things as real world money like I don't if I had to stomach all this uh, random loot box stuff if I can earn the credits in game to buy one of them I go back to Gears of War 4 as an example just because that's in my wheelhouse where you can play multiplayer all you like and you're earning credits every match and those credits can go towards buying a loot crate um, rather than using real-world money, but you have the option to use real-world money. Uh, but if I had to do it, I'd rather just play the game to earn the credits and if I really wanted to, I can use those credits to open a box and see what I get. Um, but the good thing about that is uh, with Gears 4, if you earn enough and get enough cards for like character skins, gun skins, there's nothing that affects the gameplay. It's just uh, purely cosmetic. You can dismantle those and they turn into more credits that you can actually put towards buying something that you actually really want. And like that's a good way around that I'm okay in playing with. Like I, I had enough credits to buy a whole bunch of crates and I opened heaps of stuff i got some cool things everything else that i didn't want i dismantled them and there was an old man marcus phoenix skin that i really really wanted and it was like a legendary card or something and i needed x amount of credits so i broke it all down and some weapon skins for him and i'm good to go i don't need anything else because i got what i want that's a model that i can work with but it's when you can't have those options and you just have to keep buying random crates over yeah. and over and over again yeah that, that's, that's when it the starts, problem that's when it starts to become gambling straight up exactly yeah uh me i i i'm not a big fan of the loot crate system to be quite honest i will buy into dlc if it is a new track or if it is a new map or or something uh, a new chapter in a game that's when i will start yeah. handing out money and buying more dlc uh, but like when a it, season pass, yeah. Uh, even a season <laughs> pass is a little bit. I hate the term season pass because basically, you buy a game, you expect to get a full fledged game, but these days you are getting you when you buy a game, it sounds like you're just buying a pass to then get access to buy all the DLC. Um, it's, but yeah. if you bought the season pass, it works out depending on the game, of course. It works out to be cheaper to buy the season pass than each DLC content individually. So that's kind of why but you're I'm buying just like, well, if you're I had buying, the choice... You're buying a season pass and you're not entirely sure if the DLC that they're going to release you're going to be into. You, and also when, yeah, you're exactly. buying, when you're buying a season pass, you don't, you're not really entirely sure you're going to be liking that game straight up. No. Well, so, another example, Final Fantasy 15, right? I love Final Fantasy 15. I haven't finished 
I haven't finished it yet. I'm only up to ch- uh, chapter five. Um, but now that it's, I've had enough time away from it, all this DLC stuff come out, like yeah. all this episodic stuff. Yeah. So now I'm like, wow, cool. And there's a season pass. So now I'm more inclined to be like, well, when I go back, I'll, I'll pick up the season pass because then I've got all this extra stuff to play. Um, and I'm okay with doing that rather than buying it individually. Oh, I'm much lazy when it comes to that. I just wait until a gold edition of a game comes out. Yeah, yeah, Fair enough. Out, yeah. <laughs> Either um, that or when it goes on sale for super cheap for all the DLCs. Yeah, if if that happens, I mean, you got games uh, like from Nintendo. Nintendo never re- reduced their titles, so that's mm-hmm. not an option for Switch owners. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the next uh, topic. I think we pretty much agreed that loot crates. Uh, it's it's a bit murky. It's not really a um, the nice part of nicer part of gam- gaming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've, um, something a little bit more different, uh, with consoles. Now, just recently I put out my Dreamcast video. I look back on a system that's released now, oh my God, 17 years ago or more. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I still remember when the Dreamcast was a, a thing. So <laughs> it makes me feel old, but, um, the fact that the, the systems are now aging is that they're, they're starting to break down uh, the CD drives or the GD drives on the uh, Dreamcast, for example, uh, are breaking down and the lenses are not picking up the data properly, which leads people to start modding their consoles. Now, there's SD card slots available, so you can just install a stack of games onto an SD card and put it into the uh, SD slot and then you're good to go. So what my question here is, has anyone ever had to either A, repair a console or have you ever modded a console? Any any takers at all here at this one? Yes. Yeah. I have had to repair a console manually before and, you know, sometimes when you have a Dreamcast it starts flashing on and off, on and off, that problem. That's what I just went through, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I was worried that I had to um, send it to a repairman or buy it myself until a friend told me that I could just crack it open and all I needed to do was just clean a little thing and it would work correctly. Six little things. Six pins, I think it was. And, uh, yeah, I just went through that. I'm, I'm putting my ge- um, video together and um, Shenmue kept resetting and I thought it was the disc itself at first and then it turns out that... Um, yeah, after a, a bit of YouTubing, etc., uh, searching online, you have to pull it apart, take the power supply out, clean it, bend the pins just so slightly, and then install it again. And that worked. So that was an easy fix. But there are other systems I've got here. The Sega Dreamcast is just one of them. The, the Sega Saturn, um, it's also dying after an hour of usage the mega drive itself uh flashes after an hour of usage as well so ironically enough the nintendo consoles don't seem to be breaking down as quickly they gotten yellow though that's another thing (laughs) anyone else he got a super nintendo i do it's in a bag somewhere (laughs) what color is it (laughs) um and gray, darker gray, and um, slightly yellow. It like has yellowed. Like <laughs> well, I remember back in the day uh, with the, the PlayStation 1. Um, our, our first model PlayStation 1 back in the day was having like disc read errors. Uh, so eventually we took it to a local dude who managed to repair the laser. But 
he also put in a chip for us. <laughs> oh yes, uh, and that we one. could you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, really the only time I've actually modded or had anything modded to to a console of own. But just while we're on the top of your Dreamcast, just got to represent. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> I've yeah. actually got a modded console right next to me right now. Although I can't reach it, it's it's a Wii. It's modded to um to, it's modded to where it's actually a good system now. <laughs> what was it before? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. so, like I can pl- I can play I, like. I, so like it, it's just loaded it's with like stuff game. like um, oh 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 thank you for throwing it my way what are we looking at oh <laughs> okie dokie all right so it, no one else has had a modification done on a console or is there a console that you would like to mod uh, any any takers uh, Xbox, original classic Xbox. I'd like to get around to modding one one day. Amen to that. Yeah, I want to get mine. I had a buddy with one of those. It was awesome. I, I actually repair it. We have a train going through. That's why I was muted there for a minute. Oh, but, right. uh, so sorry if that's coming through the mic. But That's all uh, good. It adds to I'd the ambience. Into, <laughs> I know it's not really a mod per se, but I'd love to get into uh, painting consoles. I think that mm. that'd be, that looks like a lot of fun. It's just finding the time. And uh, yeah, other than I've never had anything modded, but I have. Uh, I repair PS2s all the time, because uh, I I resell stuff. Uh, don't worry, I'm not one of those jerks who buys a mini classic and marks it up to three hundred dollars. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But uh, like, I'll buy a used PlayStation with a bunch of games from people, and they'll give me a good price because they're like, "Well, the PS2 doesn't work." Like, I'll take it anyway. You know, whatever. And I'll take it home and just flip the little gear a little bit, and good to go. I do that all the time. I have, I, I think, five PS2s I, right now. I've done. I do have a Xbox One that needs a bit of tender loving care, um, and the Duke controller. Um, it was oh, the sit- best. Yeah, the beast and the best. The best. Uh, it was sitting in a um, storage for years because I'd never touched it for ages because we got the Xbox 360, which was backward limited uh, compatible. Um, mm. and it went moldy. It got the, the rubber controllers got a bit decayed. And so now I need to get that controller <laughs> fixed and I want to fix it because it is such a classic controller. Everyone puts shit on it all the time, but it, everyone complains that it's too big, but I actually enjoyed having a humongous I controller. Love the Duke. Love Same it. Man. I got four of them over there. One the four of them. Two need, I need, yeah, uh, two of them I need to replace the sticks on, but there's there's two in particular I've kept in really good nick. I just love that Duke, and I can't wait for the new one to come out. And it didn't oh, dawn on me. Here. It didn't dawn on me that, until just recently that the black and the light button or the white button they were basically just shifted to become yep. the uh, shoulder buttons. I didn't even think about that. Uh, yep. Which. I guess they replaced that light button, which used to be the, the the light for Halo, used to be the white button, and they just replaced it, I think, with the That's shoulder right. button. Yeah. 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 Well, with the new um, Xbox One uh, version coming out, the new Duke, um, it, it has the, the white and black buttons on it, but it actually has bumpers as well. So um, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> that thing's oh, going to be yeah. that thing's going to be super expensive. Mm. I don't care. I absolutely hate <laughs> the. Um, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. 
I absolutely hated the smaller re-release Xbox controller because it was like, yeah, it doesn't fit my hand. Like Why did they move the, the black and white buttons to the bottom? It's in an awkward spot. Uh, they, yeah. were, they were only trying to redo that to try and win over the Japanese market, and we all know how that went. Exactly. Uh, which was such a shame. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand the Japanese why they are so anti Xbox. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. They you oh. do see it in their shops. It's in every shop, but it's such a token little uh, display, and uh, it, I don't ever see anyone looking at it. So. Well, it's because it's a Western outsider competition. That's why, like no. Japanese, are very kind of supportive of, of their own. Um, not so much outside of Western influence, like other companies. Mm. I mean, why would they take up and support Xbox and outsider company when they have Sony and their own Nintendo and all that? Um, you know, it's just all that kind of. It's racist, you know. It's racist. Not just kidding. Well, I was kind of thinking that actually when I was over there that <laughs> that these guys are just anti-Yanks. That's I don't get any other reason why they are so. But you, maybe your your version is probably more to the point where they're just more uh, more com- supporting their own market. But, yeah, business decision supporting their own. Uh, Sam, you were going to say something there before. Sorry. Yeah, so I was going to say it reminds me of watching a um, episode of Game Center CX a few years ago when it was torn where the the main guy I forget his name. He was torn shots and he just happened to go into like a little sh- um, shop and he saw like two imported Xbox original games. <laughs> it was like <laughs> what the? It's like the section is so small. And of course, he's, he it was a Japanese version of the Hulk game for original Xbox. <laughs> And it was called something like the Jolly Green Giant or like the Jolly no. or like the Green Giant. No. And he was complaining. Like, <laughs> and the thing that was funny, he, he was Japanese, and even he was complaining. It's not the Jolly Green Giant. It's the Hulk. Yeah. Even when I was there in um, uh, in Osaka, I went to the uh, Super Potato Store, and they had uh, some uh, Xbox One titles. Sorry. OG or original Xbox titles sitting there, so that was weird to see that. But just seeing any Xbox titles is just uh, weird over in Japan, to be honest. It's a bit sad it's so quiet over there. I love that console so much. The original? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, so good. i got to test out the backward compatibility, though, with Xbox One. Um, yeah. I still haven't... Se- I haven't seen a game released here locally yet that makes me want to look at that, except... Uh, Crimson uh, Skies, man. Uh, maybe. Oh, I love Crimson Skies. Uh, I'm going to have to That's test so it good. out. Um, no, but what was it? There was ex, um, the the Star Wars Republic of... Oh, Knights of the Old Republic. But that's yeah, not that locally awesome. But that's not avail- available locally yet. I, I looked on there and no, really? it, wasn't, it wasn't showing up as downloadable. So we'll have to see how that pans no. out. Well, we've got one more little topic here to touch on. And... Um, Someone here, I think, has got more to say about this than others. <laughs> so, yes. re- this year seems to be the year of Nintendo. So, all the Nintendo fanboys are coming out of the cupboards and they're um, back in on internet being vocal even more now than uh, they were. During the Wii U era, they were, you couldn't hear from them because there was really not much being released that got the world excited. I love my Wii U. Uh, it does. It's got a bit of dust on it, but <laughs> I good do. Console. But it is a good console, despite the haters. 
Um, it's just that uh, it was marketed very poorly. I don't buy into the whole, oh, the Wii U name was the reason why it was a failure because if you look at Xbox One, that's a really atrocious name in my opinion. Um, but it's still doing okay, not as well as PlayStation 4, but still doing all right. Um, but this brings us to the topic of um, criticism. And every time you go to criticize a Nintendo title or game or release, out come the fanboys. So they will do anything they can to stop in their precious, beautiful cho- gaming choice uh, being given any sort of critique at all. Now, Chance, you had a, um, <laughs> a bit of an experience with this recently. Go into some uh, details still, about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm still having that experience. It's um, ongoing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I put down Mario Odyssey. I, um, I, I was playing it. I'm, I'm up to like my eighth world or something, some snow planet, I don't know, um, snow area of the earth. And um, look, it hasn't quite enthralled me as much as Galaxy 1 and 2, uh, Mario 64, obviously, Mario Land on 3DS, oh, 3D World, 3D Land, whatever it is on 3DS. I love that. Um, and the new the new Mario Brother games, the new side-scroller reboot ones, I really like those as well because they actually have some creative and challenging platforming elements. Now, I made a critique about Mario Odyssey saying that it's a bit ho-hum, that it's a bit kind of it's a bit boring. It's not kind of giving me the challenge I expected from a Mario game. It's um, basically you're just fetching moons and that's all you're really doing. There's no kind of really challenging aspects to the levels um, in my regard anyway. So I posted that on to Nintendo America and I think at my last count, I have like 529 <laughs> notifications. <laughs> uh, people just saying just all kinds of stuff like, you know, you're just a hater. Uh, why don't you go play another game? Um, you're an adult playing a kid's game. Oh, why are you? Um, wow. Why are you playing Mario? Why don't you finish the game first before you can critique anything? Ra ra ra. And I'm just like, my equation response for that was saying like, these are the same people that were saying, why don't you play Final Fantasy 13? Because it gets good after the 22nd hour. Um, <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't have to play a game for that long before it's good, you know. Um, so that's my opinion on it. Uh, I'm playing it. I'm going to finish it. I love Mario uh, just as much as I love Sonic. But it, this is the first Mario game in a long time that's disappointed me. I mean, come on. That's a good track record. Um, I even enjoy Mario Run on the iOS. Nah, you're a hater. You're a hater. You, you, <laughs> yeah, you know. You critique one game, you're a hater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm still getting flogged by it. Like, oh, just why don't you get to the end game content? It's It gets better. And I'm like, well, I shouldn't have to get to the end of the game for it to be good. Like, All right. I, uh, I, I, I don't do, know. It's just... I do have a bit of a, a, a thing to add to that. Now, Xenoblade Chronicles X on the Wii U uh, was a highlight for me when in that year when that game came out. It's that 2015 now, isn't it? Um, and you did have to play through 20 hours of that game before the game really opened up and you got your skill license to allow you to fly and really i guess that's like the equivalent of link being able to climb items uh you couldn't climb the mountains in that game but as soon as you got your skill license you didn't care about any of that you could just fly around and go 
all over the world uh, at your own leisure. I'm still yet to finish that game. I've got to get stuck into it. But that was one example where, yeah, you did have to spend at least 20 or more hours in the game before it really opened up and and, uh, unlocked its uh, true potential. And everyone, you're right, everyone keeps going on about um, Final Fantasy uh, when you get to that particular level that they all go on about. When you get up to that level, though, it is super hard. There is one part, and you just give up wanting to continue on because uh, as with every 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 Final Fantasy game that I have ever played, I always get up to one boss, they just wipe the floor with you, and I just throw my controller and rage quit <laughs> every, every single time. time. Yeah. Uh, anyone else had an experience with uh, Final Fantasy similar to that, or am I alone? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I spent hours right on this one little island like, hey, I can take the boss now. Get killed in one move. Ah! <laughs> yeah. yeah, that happened to me in Final oh. Fantasy VIII. There's this big, big monster that takes um, the one girl party member. I don't remember her name. Um, anyway, it takes her, and you can't, you can't just spider? nuke the boss because you'll kill her too. Is that the spider? It, I don't know what it is. Like, it's some tall thing. I don't think it's like it might be a spider. Maybe there was a space. Like, I remember you get up to chest. a space station or something part of it, and then you get to uh, fight up against a spider, and it just whips your butt, and you just end up, yeah, throwing a controller. And I, I think every Final Fantasy game has got up to a point like that where I've just given up. <laughs> I think that's typical of JPRGs or JRPGs, whatever the hell they are, in general. Like Lost Odyssey on the Xbox 360. I got to a point I was getting towards the end of the game. And it was like a brick wall just slammed right into me. Like, I was going all right for the rest of the game, and then just, bam. Like, you're going to have to stop here and grind for hours and hours and hours until you can get past. And I was like, you know what? I just can't. This is the fourth disc. I just can't do it anymore. Did you buy that, or did you get that for free? Oh, I bought the um, I bought it at launch. I I was really hyped for it. I really enjoyed the game. You, you, um, you I know got that, it for free as well. But. Uh, yeah, because about what was it six months ago? Now they gave that game out for free, and man, that no one, yeah, no, that's, that's not many people spoke about it, and that was such an awesome uh, title to just give out yeah, for free. You didn't, I, I, if I remember correctly, yep. you didn't even need to be a gold member. You just they just gave it out as a freebie. Oh, really? But, that's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah it's great game. Great game. So any more comments on anyone else had any experiences with um, fanboys in general, but in particular, Nintendo fanboys? They're, they're the most zealot of the lot. Anyone else had an experience? Sadly, I have. Well, sadly, I haven't, but no. Thankfully, I haven't. <laughs> sadly, I'm looking forward to my first uh, Nintendo <laughs> attack. <laughs> well, all my friends were all Sega um, fanboys, and we would always rip on Nintendo. Like, aha, Virtual, virtual Waste is so much better looking than Star Fox ever is. Um, <laughs> in Australia, we did, like, you know, it depends on which era you grew up, but, I mean, in the uh, early 90s, uh, late 80s it was it was definitely pro sega here um we were um when i say we i say yep. like from an ex sega employer we were just killing it and I, I just happened to be lucky enough to be working in that time when it looked like sega couldn't do any wrong um but as soon as I left, that's uh, when they started having the wheels fall off with all these stupid add-ons like the 32X and there's the Uranus and all these other stupid <laughs> add-ons that they were going to plan for that system. The Mega CD on paper was a good idea, but having it sold at launch at $699 
Not a good idea. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> $699. Nice. You and you actually oh. had to own you actually had to own the Mega Drive to get to play. So that all up was about a thousand bucks my, worth of kit. My dad, back in 96, we were excited because we went back from Big W and we got like, <laughs> oh, we got the Sega CD. You know, it came with the Road Avenger. Like, oh, this is going to be awesome. We unboxed it. Where's the bloody Mega Drive? Oh, really? You this? fell for that? Oh, no. <laughs> how, how, how good was the Road Avenger intro? I wouldn't know, because it didn't come with a bloody system. You never bought a Mega Drive? <laughs> I did. Well I, oh, well, I didn't have a Mega Drive at the time. I thought you would have corrected that years later, perhaps. If you ever get a chance... Oh, no, we ended up... We got a refund for that thing. Oh, jeez, I wish I knew. <laughs> I would have liked the Sega. That was the Model 2 model, right? Yep. Yeah. Because um, I got my model one uh on staff discount for 420 dollars down from the 699 which was still a huge amount of money but that was a discount <laughs> i sold my cd player to get the money for that too um well that pretty much is all the topics we've got here for today we seem to have gotten through those pretty quickly um anyone uh got anything coming up on their channels they want to plug chant yourself Oh, look, I'm still getting sorted uh, after moving, man. I don't have an office set up at the moment. This is my spare room with all my collectibles, and I'm sitting on the floor. <laughs> I, like, I like all the posters yes. you got up there. It's a good look. <laughs> no, I was not going to mention it until <laughs> yeah. you said it. Um, I know you, your, no, no, room's, it's gonna be a while. your room's going to be uh, ending up looking stupendous when it is finished. I, I, I'm just... It's loading. Please wait. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Retro Kaiser, what about yourself? Uh, where can we find you? You can find me at Retro Kaiser. It's just the name. I'm the only one there, hopefully. Uh, when you say there, sorry, YouTube. Places like... You're talking YouTube, sorry? Yes. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. And you can also look at me on, um, on Vidme. Actually, the website that I work for called The Next Round. Mm-hmm. We've also got a VidMe channel for that. I think it's just called The Next Round on VidMe. Okay. Where I just post stuff from me, um, a guy called Darabka who, who talks about he likes some old games, Critical Failure who does Tiger Claw Radio, Alex Swinger who likes to um, poop on stuff. Um, he likes to <laughs> what? Not not literally um, pulls down his pants. and he, He's like got more of like the um, unpopular opinions guy. Oh, poop on stuff. Right, sorry. I didn't quite catch what you said, but... Okay. Well, I'll be playing a, a bit of a scary one here with um, Resident Evil. Hang on, I'll get myself up on camera there. Um, yeah, I've got Resident Evil coming up on the channel. Resident Evil 4 for the GameCube. Would you sort it yourself out there, Karen? <laughs> uh, that's coming up on the channel. And uh, also, I will want to get uh, started my... Uh, my life in gaming series starting back from 1984 <laughs> go away um, 1984 uh, sorry 1974 I'm not that young 1974 each game of the year for uh, every year up until 2017 and onwards uh, it's just a matter of getting started with that you can go to hell go away um, <laughs> it's just a matter of trying to work out the footage trying to find gaming footage for games for 1974 5 and 6 it's just really super hard I just can't find anything online so i might just end up having to have photos or screenshots and 
just talking about it, but I want to get started on that. Um, and also, I'm still going through my uh, Mega Drive Ultimate Collection. I'm up to Kid Chameleon. That's the next game. <laughs> uh, I love that series, man. What about yourself there, uh, Carbon? What have you got coming up uh, on oh, your channel? Oh, we have... We're still doing Red Dead. I just actually finished editing one right before I came on here. And I no, got Stardew Valley on Mondays. No boobies in that one? No, not not, <laughs> uh, not since that last video that I had to edit them out. Um, the Stardew Valley Mondays, we got War for Cybertron with myself and Dongvers on... Nice. Uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Although this week I screwed up and put Hitman Absolution first. <laughs> But yeah, Hitman should be done soon, and then I think X Men Legends will come out after that. But we'll have to see oh, how many nice. we get done because that's it's another one with me and Torch. So. <laughs> man, Wolf of Cybertron was fantastic, and X Men oh, Legends loved it. kicked ass. Oh man, we so will we'll be doing uh, Fall of Cybertron eventually too, but we're not going to do them back awesome. to back. We decided. Awesome. I, I love I love those games. Well, cool, and other than that, uh, maybe the odd tutorial every now and then, if I can find time. Oh, and just one thing um, before I end up the video. Yeah, uh, your top video on your channel there, Carbon Gaming. Uh, sorry, Carbonites Gaming. I always screw that up. Um, I know. Yeah, I know you know. Um, <laughs> your your top video is actually a tutorial uh, on uh, Vegas. Uh, oh, yeah, out Vegas. New Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I was doing the Let's Play, I lost the save file. Like the auto saves just kind of started screwing up. Mm -hmm. and just through trial and error i figured out how to fix it and it seemed at the time there's a couple other videos now but at the time no one else had it so it still gets a good amount of views a month i love it what about you nice. chunk what's your number one most popular video on your channel oh it's probably one of my excuse war lancer unboxing uh, videos that i've put up um i do replica like one-to-one -one scale uh chainsaw lancers and that lights up and all that kind of stuff uh those have done really really well um I had a uh, a video that had like twenty thousand or twenty five thousand views on it, but I had to remove it uh, due to some copyright bull bull nonsense. Um, Man, so that's kind of that's kind of cut me a bit on the channel. Uh, I, I had another video uploaded today. I'll just like just to recap. I'll still be uploading stuff now while I'm sorting everything. I'll be documenting my setup around the house uh, and just vlogging a bit. Um, and just giving my opinions on things. Some game capture stuff that I've got organized coming. I have my computer set up, so I'll be able to do things. But I will be uploading a bit more frequently. But, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting hit by some monetization issues at the moment. Like, today, yeah. I had one. So I hear you, buddy. Um, but, yeah. Uncle uh, Chant everywhere. <laughs> and Retro Kaiser, what's your most popular video on your channel? No one watches my stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, for the next round network, yeah, that's the name of the Vidme channel. It's me and a friend called um Sendu, us playing like a um a ROM hack of Sonic the Hedgehog, where you play as Knuckles, not Sonic Two or Sonic Three with Knuckles, but Sonic the Hedgehog One. They modded Knuckles in there. Oh, that's sweet. That'd be a <laughs> cool. pretty cool, cool look. Yeah, my, you, my uh, oh sorry. Have you heard of Knuckles, Knuckles, and Knuckles? 
I watched, I saw, I think it was, I don't remember which channel. It might have been Funhouse one time they played it on there. Knuckles, it was so knuckles. stupid. Knuckles it. the Knuckles in Knuckles. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think, it was, I think it was what Sonic 3 they modded to have only Knuckles in it. So if you were to ask uh, YouTube what my number one video on my channel is, uh, they will tell you that it's the uh, Top Hat Gaming Man and me where we're talking about retro gaming in Australia. But the most uh, amount of watch time minutes uh, for any of my videos is the uh, unboxing of that retro uh, compact Mega Drive uh, that I picked up in Japan. Actually, you can see it right there, uh, there that one there. Um, I got a question. Yeah. Is it a lot better than this big ch chunking hulk of crap? Uh, it, it, a toilet roll will be better than that thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I'm kind of curious to get the latest effort that's coming up. Um, Same. Me too. It, it's not perfect, but at least it is looking like a Mega Drive 2. It's not just some random bit of plastic. That They actually did try to replicate it. And the only downside to that thing... Uh, that I've seen so far. I'm not 100% sure if it's uh, mono or stereo. I, I've been hearing that it's mono. That's a, Same, yeah. That's a downer. Um, and the, is it uh, at least HDMI? Yes, it is. Whereas... Um, it is? Oh, that's... That's all right. Yeah, it, it is HDMI. Sorry. This, <laughs> this thing here that Karen's got, um, that's mono, and it's, and it's um, composite. But it, this will play Sonic the Hedgehog 3, the Japanese version, where my genuine uh, Mega Drive will not. It's just really unfortunate that I've got to go through this to play my latest copy. Would you go? <laughs> um, anyway, I think that will do for the uh, for the podcast. I want to thank you. That was random. Um, I want to thank you guys for um, <laughs> for coming on to today's uh, channel. You can see I've. I'm uh, I'm on this video. I'm still kind of nervous with doing these, so I'm still getting the hang of uh, hosting these podcasts. But I think today's one went kind of well. Uh, anyone watching yes. this, uh, if if there's anyone out there, uh, leave comments below. Uh, if you've got any questions for any of the guys, I will certainly for forward them on through to the other channels. Uh, don't forget to leave a like and subscribe, not only to my channel if you haven't already done so. Shame on you if you haven't, but also to the other guys. <laughs> uh, don't. don't be afraid to have a look at their uh, videos and don't just like the videos subscribe to the channel and hit that stupid notification button that YouTube insists that we must use because I've got subscribers they've they've told me that they're subscribed to my channel and they don't know when I'm releasing videos still which defeats the purpose of being subscribed to, to begin with doesn't it oh and as I said I know there's also times where I've subscribed to a channel I just can't find the video because of all the other subscribers I'm subscribed to. No, I never, I, I never use the home screen anymore. I go over to my su subscription uh, activity, and I hope, nice. to and I hope to find what it is I'm after there. And I don't use PC for my YouTubing. I go to my Xbox or PlayStation uh, to look at it on the bigger screen. So I'll get to see how ugly my YouTubers' friends are really in HD. <laughs> And that's hey, why man. I don't hey. use a weapon. That's nasty. You don't have to be like that. I mean, dude, come on. <laughs> uh, you're not in 4K, though, are you? I can be. 
Do you want me to be in 4K? Widescreen, 4K, surround sound, oh, 3D. Oh, yeah. oh, God, yes. Oh. All right, it's getting weird. My name's been Brian. Oh, by the way, I'd like to thank my patrons. I'll put, put their uh, names up here towards the end. But uh, if you want to subscribe to my channel, please hit the subscribe button and all the other usual good stuff. I think it's time we got out of here. My name's been Brian, and I've been gaming since Spaces. Thanks, guys. <laughs>